to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Guys, I'm still over the moon with these Mets. The Mets walk it off, sweep the Yankees. Okay, two-game series, middle of the month, middle of the week, middle of the month of July there, late July. Starling Marte, a walk-off single. Mets win. Very excited. I have this bet, you you know, you guys, with, um, I think, three guys right here on the Zoom. I have, against all the Yankee fans on the Extra Points Podcast Network, the Parlay Kid, Brother Bry, Babyface Joel Solomon, Eddie Spaghetti, Mikey Meatballs, you guys are in trouble. We took the first two. There's two more in August. Sheck, am I looking good? I mean, this is nice. This is nice when the Yankees go down, right? Yeah, muzzle tough to you. It's a it's a blow for all of sports America when the Yankees lose and, and uh, under almost any circumstance. So yeah, that was that's great. You got to be feeling good. And like I said, Daddy Spaghetti the other day, it's I, you know I had completely forgotten that there's a third wild card now. So yeah. you guys are obviously 100% in the playoffs, but you do have to worry, not to, not to sprinkle in some pessimism, mm-hmm. but if it does boil down to a one-game playoff, though, now you got to fend off the no, Braves. No, that's the terrible. Rest of the way. You don't want that. You don't want right. spaghetti knows it was Yankees-Redsox one game. They had Cole on the mound, and they lost. But, but um, I will say, I yeah. will say, even in that circumstance, Mm-hmm. I like you guys because Scherzer is nails, right? Unbelievable. Turned 38 yesterday. Didn't uh, get the decision. Left when it was 2 nothing. But Martin, did yeah, you follow yeah. baseball? Where's now? Waldo? This is good. Yeah, Martin, <laughs> Martin's got the funny, Dave. shirt. <laughs> you wore no, it's it. Not, it's not Waldo. It's true. It's true. Dave, I would, I, I, the only joke to make about your clothes is that you only have three shirts. Uh, so. yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. if I could be like, oh, look, it's Thursday, Dave, today. But then uh, Thursday, Dave is also Tuesday, Dave, which was probably also last Wednesday, Dave. So, you know, I mean, you're goddamn I mean, I get right. You're goddamn but, uh, right. You I know like what? I, I, I put, I was, a, put away. You know what I always say? When you got a masterpiece, the frame around it hardly matters. You know, who cares? Oh, you're, you know? You're like you're is that what it is? Good. Or is it That's just, it. you know, is it just mass produced? Is that what it is? Is it a masterpiece or mass produced? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. But I've just never seen a Cowboys fan this excited to see the Yankees lose. This is crazy. What are you you know, most of the time we see oh, on that one. Jesus, what? Come on, Martin. You had, <laughs> had the right idea directing your, uh, your arrows at check, not me. Let me be happy about the Mets for a second. And by the way, what? No, you know, I'm really, I'm really uh, yeah. pissed off because I bet on the Mets. I mean, I bet on the Yankees uh, in Game One of this oh. series. So well, that that's why. I, yeah. So my bad. Yeah, and then I go on Twitter and see my boss over here. This team is special. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I said that I think like two weeks ago. This team is special, but they are special. I really think. Fuck. Uh, it's been in my head ever since. I, every on. time all I right. see them win, yeah, hey, I think listen, about that let's tweet. Get, let's worry about what the, this bet here. Now we haven't dipped into the cap of consequences since Sheck was uh, the uh, spaghetti shot. What was it? Apples at you after the Penguins were vanquished. 
by Big the, Apple, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the uh, New York Rangers, and now we're doing it again. The cap of consequences. I want you guys. Do you have any suggestions? Because this series resumes in August. Um, right now, the loser. Well, if it's the Yankees that lose, and that look, looks like the possibility, have to eat five Baby Ruths candy bars during a pot one hour podcast. Each of them have to eat five. That's going to be terrible. Uh, they have to ride oh, a subway so, singing "Meet the Mets" and Mets gear. Yeah, uh, I'm about go ahead. What do you have? The big dad, the big daddy, baby Ruth. Are we talking about like Halloween fun? Like you talking about like no, the, not the, the share fun, size, no. right? No, no, it's got to be a real. It's got to be a real baby Ruth right. bar. I know what you're saying. There, I, we we should have, um, yeah, we should have confirmed that. But that's the case. Did, did you ever <clears throat> in whatever your chosen sports? I'm sure Marty in basketball, you had to do this. Run the suicides. And in, yeah. in high school for, for my team, I it was great that I was inept equally as both a guard and a forward. And I was a, I was a swing man, uh, the 13th man on the team. And so I could choose whether I would do the suicides with the guards or the forwards. And, of course, I chose the guards because, generally speaking, I would be the slowest guard. And we would mm -hmm. all get it done inside of 60 seconds because if you mm -hmm. went over 60 seconds, the whole group had to do it again. And the right. coach would keep doing it. And, of course, it's diminishing returns. How about in the same way? Instead of how many Nathan's hot dogs can somebody eat, what New Yorker can eat those, yeah. how about a minimum standard? You have to eat 10 in 10 minutes. And if you don't, if one guy fails, you all have to do it again until you can eat the 10 in 10 10 minutes. what? Hot dogs? No, no. no 10 Nathan's hot dogs, yeah. No, they won't. But they, they won't be able to do Who it. Who couldn't do that? What are you talking about? You, Of course you could do that. You could you do that. You couldn't do it. 10 hot dogs Of course dogs I could do minutes. it. 10 Absolutely. regular hot dogs? Yes, I'm not even. I'm do. not even convinced that you could run down and back the courts for suicide in 60 seconds. Like I feel like the guards now? in your group no. had to be pissed off because it's like, oh, here comes Damashek again. Why didn't he run with all those slew-footed forwards? Now we're gonna have to run at least three times because this jackass can't get down Hold and up. back. Oh, I, it was close, but I made it. I would make <laughs> let, it. Let, let Let's tackle this one lie at a time. Hot. Uh, I'm not just talking the the the, um, the protein part. You're in with the bread. And a hot dog? No. No, like the pros do it. Like the hot dog eating contest. You can yeah, eat 10 just in the 10 wiener. minutes. Oh, you I don't think you this. could do that? I feel like I feel like we're uh, uh, four weeks late for this. But uh, no, I, I don't want to do it. I didn't lose any bet. One, I'm not saying no, it's, 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 it's a punishment. I'll, put, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll pay you. I don't know. I'll give you 250 bucks if you could do it. I mean, I'll throw up. I don't know if I want to do that. All right, Dave. Dave, Dave I'll, I'll wave it. the $3 yeah. if you do it. I will wave the $3 oh, that's if you do it. That's interesting, dude. That's a nice thing. And that, that's you a really? Uh, I'm surprised intro. how... I, I, of all the people I can think of, I'm surprised you don't think you could do that. First of all, Babyface, do you think Damashek could do this? Uh, sure. I think you could get to like six in 10 minutes. I don't think you can get to 10. I'm trying to picture this. 10 in 10 uh, minutes? If you grill up regular Oscar Mayer wieners, I'm not You're talking about a big foot longer. Yeah, no, no, okay, no. I said it? no bread. Uh, well, bread oh, is no the key. Bread. Oh, right. Oh, I said no bread. No bread. What do you mean I'm like just, the pros do? The only pros I see are on the the, holo, the, the contest and they, they're eating bread. They definitely eat the bread in the contest. <laughs> they don't eat bread? A thousand percent. Wait the whole strategy is they take the hot dog, they break it in half, idea. the hot dog and bun, break it in half, dip it in the juice, and yeah. then try to swallow the whole thing at once. Oh, yeah, yeah, bread. yeah. Oh, you're right. right. You, they We're do never going to get bread. those uh, three or four minutes back. I'm not sure. Uh, baby face, are you ready to eat um, uh, five full-sized right. baby Ruth bars? 
I just love like what hot dog eating contest. What is it called when you don't eat carbs? You don't eat a uh, your yeah, yeah. Atkins like, diet. Yeah, the Atkins. You know what it is, Joe? It's the same hot dog eating contest that only has sausage patties, not sausage. I mean, only <laughs> it's only has sausage patties. That's right. that's what it is. I like that he like I, I have to have them grilled and split down the middle. Yeah, like, oh, who cares? You're they've got to be bunk. kosher. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. No, I am. I'm, I am actually nervous, and and of of course, of course, this would be. But also, we, we're forgetting that Stanton ten minutes before, after we made this bet that he was out for the series. I feel like, you know, we, there there should oh, be come some. On. Oh come on! You were bet. favored. You were favored uh, Tuesday, and you were not favored Wednesday. Spaghetti, you're nervous. You're going to do this. I mean, you're you're going to lose. I'm sorry. I think you're going to see either Scherzer or Degrom in August. Odds are good, right? Ooh, scary. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 worth, right. it's, it's It might be a Yankees fan mentality, but, like, I, yeah. I don't care about regular season baseball in July. I don't care who we're playing. Like, it's By the a, way, they say this. I, I love this, but, like, like little wussies, they, they made the trade for Ben Attendee, like, a, a minute after the game. So don't tell me there's no panic in the Yankees. They saw what they, happens when they see National well, League hitting. They saw Aaron Judge just be a, 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 dis, a disgusting display yesterday. Don't make it like these are like no game. You're watching every pitch of these games. You're not watching every pitch of the Yankees-Royals in the middle of July. That's for sure. That's fair. But I think they also made that move not because of panic. I mean, when you have a double-digit yeah. game lead, they did it because of the, <laughs> two the, minutes the, after the game. They did it yeah. because of the, the poor play of, of, of one Joey Gallo. That's the simple answer. So I mean, that's I'm gonna, gonna love it when Gallo still starts over Benintendi. That's gonna be great when this uh, this all. I mean, up. Jesus Christ! What are we talking? It is. I do like it ultimately, and I uh, just just to make clear, I yeah. am a small market or low spending, however you categorize, mm-hmm. end of the Major League Baseball spectrum. My my yeah. you know nominal team is that, and yet I like the inequity because it create you know it's not a socialist environment where it's like everybody's got to spend the same amount and then it just comes down to competence. But it does kind of suck. Like the Yankees, it's, it, it's 1953 all over again. Like the Royals literally were their feeder team back then. Right. And now it's the same thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Royals, you stink as ever. And so now we're going to take one of your spare parts and we're going to plug right. them in. And then you see Yankees fans going on Twitter last night going through like, also... When do we get this guy from that bum team? Oh, yeah, and then yeah. we should also like like that that and the Yankees aren't the only one who who does it, obviously. But boy, it's got to be kind of hard to root for one of those teams. Well, when it's Shaq, just like I, yeah, the, we can the, just the have whatever I'll we say, want. The one thing I'll say is that that's a good. You should be fighting for extra. And we've hit. We have enough now playoff teams, <laughs> but this is a case for wanting more wild card teams. If there's only a division winner. Then it's just Dodgers and Yankees uh, fighting for the big free agents. Juan Soto mm. is not going to go to San Diego, which it looks like he's going to now. After Hench and I have this big bet under 89 and a half wins for the Padres, we celebrated their uh, disgusting display against <laughs> the Tigers yesterday. And then that, now hours later, it seems like they're the front runner to get Juan Soto. But honestly, if not for these extra wild card teams, you know, these everybody's a seller to the Yankees and Dodgers and Mets. I'm, I'll admit. So I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I guess it's the closest comparison at this point in 2022 is college football, right? You're like, you do need to expand it or otherwise it's going to be the same small handful of, uh, yeah. Right. Of regulars competing for the title. Right. Right. Yeah. Dave, you you like, you should expand your wardrobe. It'd be the small number of regulars competing every day for uh, your laundry machine must get its ass whooped. 
Three days a week. You're dressed on purpose like Waldo. How how can you possibly attack somebody in the in the state in which you you appear right now? It's an energy crisis going on right now in this country. I need you to I need you to get more shirts just so that you don't run your laundry machine. What what makes you think you're washing? He's washing these things. That is true. Come on. Uh, hey, I do want to do the thing as we're bickering uh, at, a, at a very high level today. I want to do a new thing. It's called Judge Sal. You know, I somehow have a law degree, which entitles me to be a judge, I think, at mm. least on this show. So I want to solicit questions, debates, arguments over email from our fans. Email us. Is the address. Hey, at extrapoints.com. Not like what a, a horse would eat. Uh, hey, H-E-Y, at extrapoints.com. And give us, like, qu- debates arguments give us your name give us your friend's name and say hey we've been battling about this uh steve garvey or dave parker who should be in the hall of fame first um spicy or yellow mustard on your uh, frankfurter link or patty for sausages so many debates some dumb some not but they need to be settled and what is we'll the do goonies is, a good movie or is it just nostalgia there you go you know? and so that's we'll one assign, i just watched we'll assign you check aside and we'll assign Martin aside, and you'll argue it like uh, opening or closing arguments, and I will decide uh, who is going to who is the winner of that argument, and also we'll have Twitter decide. I don't know. There's a lot going on, but give us your name, give us your friend's name. Hey at extrapoints.com, and I think this will be fun, Martin. And then we're not just yelling about each other's clothes. It's like real shit. I have I have an early nominee, Sal. Yeah. My name is Martin. My friend's uh-huh. name is Damien, okay. and. When Tim Tebow was in Philadelphia, I bet him that once he got cut, he would never play a professional sport again. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, and so who won the bet? Oh, he's saying he won. because No, he I came- said he, well, he's like, he played professional baseball. And I said, no, he didn't. He played minor league baseball, which, I mean— I, I, I mean, I put it like this. On what's a professional, and 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 from what I understand, you're a professional if you get paid. Uh, right? Well, I I'm not Damien liking this. I'm not, I don't here. like the way that this went because <laughs> it really devolved. Because it was, I said he'd never yeah. start a professional football game ever again, you and then he's like, "What do you mean he can be a backup?" And I said he'll never play a professional sport again. And we bet yeah. on that. You got to pin it down to the leagues. All right. I mean, that that's a good example. <laughs> hey, at extrapoints.com. H-E-Y at extrapoints.com. I'd like to talk. appeal. You do? You want to appeal? <laughs> so no one paid up? Is that what you're saying for that? Hell no. Yeah. It's like had we done this 10 hot dog thing and then Sheck just shows up with I forgot about the bread. Right. Through. Sorry about that. <laughs> bread is the thing. All right. Hey, play of the day. Let's give our baseball picks because, uh, well, it could be WNBA. There's not a lot going on. A lot of live tour talk. Um, uh, uh, unfortunately, that seems to be the biggest news in sports right now. I'm going Blue Jays minus a run and a half. They lost to the Cardinals yesterday. Now they have the Tigers, who, like I said, came off a miracle win versus the Padres yesterday. Um, Tigers travel to Toronto. Tyler Alexander's pitching for Detroit. They have a starter, Chafin, who's unvaxxed, who can't travel to Toronto. This is a this is a problem for teams. So their rotation is messier than normal. This Tyler Alexander hasn't gone past three and two-thirds since his opening start. Tigers score the fewest runs in baseball. I like the top of the order for that uh, Toronto team. Springer, Guerrero, Alejandro Kirk, 7-3 final. Take the Blue Jays minus one and a half. Uh, Martin, what you got? I, there's so many things that you just said that I want to touch on. Love the fact that Benintendi got vaccinated minutes after he was traded to the Yankees. 
Uh, yeah. So I'm playing AL in Toronto. Right, right. For, and Tiger scored the fewest runs in baseball. However, decided to score two. I mean, score, tie it up in the bottom of the ninth to then just lose in the top of the 10th, six mm-hmm. to three. All right, and, and when I had Tigers plus one and a half, that was that was awesome. Thanks so much, Javi Baez. But today, I'm going with the Seattle Mariners, and I'm taking them on the money line. Take them on the run line if you want the insurance. But you know what, Dave? Today, I want to live, damn it. I want to live, and I'll be getting my mm. ass handed to me the last two days, just like the rest of baseball America, it seems like, at least on my timeline. Everybody's been getting slaughtered. But I'm taking the Mariners on the money line. The Astros swept them the last time they played, but Julio Rodriguez was not available. So that's going to be the difference. And I like the Mariners to keep this one close. And I'm going to take the uh, extra the extra juice on the money Plus line. Plus 120 for the Mariners. I, yeah, I'm getting that feeling too, Martin. I think, like, uh, uh, you know, it happens NBA also. Like, uh, Although it happens very early for me in the NBA when I, when I convince myself the teams aren't trying. Um, and so I need, to, <laughs> I need to pace myself with baseball. But it's all we got, Shaq, for a few weeks. Which way are you going? I know there have been some red hot teams, and yet it seems like this last few days coming out of the All Star break, the only dependable bet is on your Metropolitans. However, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Guardians, who I mean are just atrociously named. I mean, we really have not. I know Very the bad. news cycle moves fast, but I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the, they settled <laughs> on the Guardians of Traffic as their name on purpose. After after what I assume, after they invested a bunch of money in marketing and, uh, you know, research and other ones, this is what they said. Anyway, Tristan McKenzie has not lost in the month of July. I think he punctuates a mm. uh, an undefeated month with a victory against the Red Sox. It's funny to hear Boston sports fans now collectively declare, we need to sell everything off. Never, never mind that there is a third wild card in there within striking distance of it. The yeah. problem for them is today and going forward – Cutter Crawford, his ERA in Fenway at home is up near five. This amounts to Tristan McKenzie and company and uh, the Cleveland Guardians emerging victorious. Take them. Um, where is it? The uh, I had it right in front of Minus me. Minus one twenty. Here we go. There it is. Yeah, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna say um, take them minus the run and a half. To juice right. it up to plus 134. Also, our gargantuan uh, total on that one, nine and a half. If, you're, um, if you want to live like Marty is today and go up to 10 combined runs or more, you get, uh, you get plus 100 for doing that. All right. There you go. But I am, yeah. but I am officially lay the uh, run and a half for the visiting G's. I'm trying to figure out where this Boston thing, because everything seems to work out for these uh, despicable fans. So I think they'll We're visiting um, G's. May, may, maybe they maybe they become sellers at the all star break, give up on the season. And then like the next day, what's the trade day line? July 31st. It's like Sunday, right? Uh, the very next day they sign Kevin Durant. And that's all we hear about from Boston <laughs> fans. We never even get the football season started ever because that'll be that for uh, eight months talk about Kevin Durant. Please don't do that, Durant. Please. I don't know what to say. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break because I think we deserve it. Then we got some NFL chat. All right, big news in Tampa. Boy, they were making a lot of lot of noise, the Bucks were. Um, they signed Kyle Rudolph, right? It's like, oh, another weapon for uh, Brady. They signed Julio Jones, we're going to get to his comeback player of the year odds. It's like, oh, my God, the rich get richer. But then Ryan Jensen goes down with a knee injury, an apparent knee injury. Am I getting that right, Check. He went down um, this Sounds morning, like it. Training camp. You know, it's yeah. funny. Our, our guy, Jeff Schwartz, 
speaks offensive linemen. And so he, he like the the news was that Jensen went down and threw his helmet off. And this causes Jeff Schwartz to say, uh-oh. Like, somehow, like, I don't know, the the reaction from the player to his own injury tells the tale, I guess, to Jeff Schwartz oh. and other people who are locked into the way that uh, the mentality of an offensive lineman. But the throwing of the helmet is a bad indicator, apparently. But, yeah, well, it would be good. massive arms, if he's out. Your, your arms still work, right? That's, so that's right. Uh, that's an indicator. But, yeah, uh, knee injury, center, never good, Martin. I don't know. I think they'd trade Rudolph and Jones to have their center back at this point. If mm-hmm. you were to rewind, rewind the week, um, not good. But Bucks still plus three twenty to win the uh, NFC. I mean, this team is just old. Like Kyle Rudolph is old, Julio is old, Tom Brady is the oldest. Mm-hmm. I'd say when I first saw this news come across the Julio sign with the Bucks, my first thought was. And this is how you can tell that gambling has infiltrated my life and just now is, is probably never, ever going away. It was my media first was over under 11 and a half games for Julio Jones played this yeah, season. Yeah, I was trying to think that. I, I, I was thinking touchdowns. Well, how many has he missed in the last year or, or two, Mark? He has, I believe he missed seven last year, eight the year before. Right, right, right. Yeah. So and then, but prior I, to that, it was 15. He was He was almost always out there. What's the baseline for Julio Jones touchdown wise, Shaq? Four this year? Well, you know, you, you you think about that Mike Evans draws all the attention, presumably, and Chris Godwin eventually is going to be back. And in that um, scenario, you know, there are only so many defenders on the field to try and slow down the future Hall of Famer first ballot, presumably, for Julio Jones. That mm. probably, he's, he's <clears throat> a diminished. You know, he basically fills in broad strokes what Antonio Brown was doing. He's not somebody who you depend upon week in, week out necessarily, but can steal a few games for you along the way. I'll go five. Really? Yeah. In the regular season. You might be forgetting how Julio Jones is allergic to the end zone. As every fantasy owner who's ever owned him right now is yelling at their TV. Or was Matt Ryan allergic to it? Well, yeah, so it's Matt Ryan, and then he had Tannehill last year, and he played, yeah, Martin, he missed eight games in twenty. 20 he missed seven in 2021 but he had three touchdowns and one touchdown i don't know if they make that over under five i know it's brady throw it to him um you may only have to get four to go over i'm interested to see that those numbers come out we do know he's 75 to one to win comeback player of the year um Hmm. now i looked at this there are not not a lot of great options i felt like last year it was dak was favored at like plus 175 uh, preseason and Burrow was somewhere around six to one, and you could see either of those, and they went back and forth all year. And uh, Burrow actually pulled it out. I was actually surprised because I think before they gave the award, Dak was the favorite. But anyway, seventy-five to one. I don't see that at all because I see him as a three or four touchdown guy. Um, Martin, you have anybody on that list you like for comeback? I do, I do, and, and I liked them last year for comeback player of the year. He's a dark horse candidate, however. Got hurt. I'm going right back. This team is not folding it in like a lot of people think they are. Jameis Winston at five to one. Oh, so right obvious. now, I could have told you 15 oh, seconds ago who Marty was going to. Oh, I mean, I wonder who your pick for rookie of the year is, jerk. But not anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sam Howell. But, yeah, no, no I like Jameis. I like Jameis. That is my pick for rookie of the year. Sam really? Howell. Your boy yes. Pickett is the favorite at seven to one. All right. Uh, he's just ahead, he's Mark. just hedging his bet because you know he'll know he has he want to yeah. pick if you I, pick, pick it win. now. I'm not gonna... <laughs> 
be no, picking now. No, you, know, you got a few. He he, I, I get it. You're playing a long game. He knows game. he's only starting three games. So what are you going to do? Uh, but go ahead. Go ahead, Martin. I, I, I like Winston as well. I, I liked him. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, we talked about Deshaun Watson is still up there at 60 to 1 for uh, MVP, which is nonsensical, a waste of money because he's going to miss between six and 17 games. But uh, um, Winston, I was like, you can bet that. You might as well bet Winston at 75 to 1. But go ahead, Martin. What, what do you think uh, this is a good bet? Well, I mean, I just don't think the Saints are fold. Like, I think everybody kind of figured that the Saints were kind of folded it in after, you know, I, I don't see it at all after Sean Payton's retirement. Michael Thomas is coming back. And this team right now is like, they're spending like, are they, they've already spent like they're trying to win right right now. So it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense why they wouldn't. And when you look at the division, it's really just Tampa. And like I just said, Tampa is geriatric. Like, like they're signing all these old-ass players, Kyle Rudolph and Julio. Like, that doesn't, you know, scare me as if I'm someone else in that division. And the Saints defense has pretty much dominated Brady since he got in there. You got to feel good about making the playoffs. If you're New Orleans, why not go for it? I like that team a lot. I like, uh, by the way, 4-0 the Saints are against Tom Brady's Buccaneers in the last two oh, years. Yeah. Those trends uh, tend to hold up, too. Those These mini eras of head-to-head yeah. showdowns tend to hold up. I do, Sh- I do think it's a little bit of a stretch because some major losses, not just uh, at head coach. But I do, you know, I, that's got to – it feels fluky that the Saints just have Tom – not – the Buccaneers, but Tom Brady's Buccaneers number. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Well, well, until they, you watch they have the games. Week, week two this uh, this year. And, uh, I mean, you count on him at least splitting. But if we're just talking about Jameis Winston, he's only a few years removed from 5,000 yards. Even last year, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. Got Olave. He's got Jarvis Landry. He's got Michael Thomas is said to look good. Finally, he's on the field. So everything's in place for him. I know Kamara's going to miss a few games. Or well, uh, that's good that, though, that's right? Like. I mean, if if, yeah. if you're if you're betting on Jameis to put up numbers this year, right. then Kamara in in broad strokes that makes sense. They're going to have to sling it. So yeah, uh, I think that's uh, those are good numbers. Again, you're not getting great value at five to one. But uh, Shaq, we looked at the board. Not a lot of fun names there. Well, it's a crazy board. Why well, it's, it's everybody, basically. Anybody who didn't miss one game is, uh, yeah. unless, if you played 17 games, then then you're off the board. Otherwise, have at it. I mean, like, you start looking through it. Yes, Jameis catches my eye, second. Derrick Henry counts at number one. He's the shortest odds at plus 400. Right. Derrick Henry was leading the league in rushing. He's a comeback player of the year candidate right now. Then you go to Jameis, and you're like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, except that CMC's right behind him. Oh, that makes sense. Except there's Baker Mayfield at plus 1,000, and if he gets them to eight wins, nine wins, which is maybe a little bit of a stretch, then, of course, he would get it. But then Marty mentions Jameis, but what about Mike Thomas right behind there? Longer odds at plus 1,600, and he feels like a legitimate comeback player of the year candidate because I feel like we haven't seen him play in about three years now but yeah it just goes on like why is Daniel Jones eligible well, Daniel for comeback Jones, player okay, of the so year that, I'm looking down the list That's why is Mitchell Trubisky did, eligible why, he, he did the, play most of the year it shouldn't be like oh I sucked but I really got my shit together I don't think it has to be a horrific injury comeback like Alex Smith to win every year but I do think it has to be there has to be some injury or something more of a story involved than just like uh yeah, I, I really I started watching more tape, and now uh, now I'm a better player than I was in twenty. All right, yeah, I, I you know I, I think J.K. Dobbins is well positioned, but I don't know if he's ready to roll though. That's the mm-hmm. that seems to be the question out of Baltimore while Lamar Jackson goes out for practice. Well, 
plays like he's got a con- I don't know what the hell he's doing. But anyway, obviously, I'm going with Mitch Trubisky here. And no, no, I'm not going to go Mitch yeah. Trubisky. I'm going to go with, I can't get into the mind. You see who won it last year? Like, I, Joe Burrow counts as a comeback player? That's well, weird. Well, here's the thing. Towards ACL. It, 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 like, it, it, it's it's um, trending towards an MVP type vote where yeah, just right. the quarterback gets it. Burrow got it, Alex Smith, Tannehill, and Andrew Luck. It's been four years in a row that a quarterback has received this award. So what's your pick, Shaq? Well, best I can do is I can't divine the way voters evaluate what counts as comeback i'm just gonna go with a guy who i do think has a nice year relatively speaking saquon barkley you get him at plus mm-hmm. four thousand with the giants if he pops back up over a thousand yards rushing and by the way you can get him at um over 850 and a half like a rush yards for the year i mean if he is anything close to healthy he's gonna breeze past that number improved offensive line in front of him he just has to catch a break in terms of health um, so I'm, I'm going to ride pedigree here. Saquon Barkley, like I say, plus 4,000. Nice juice you know, on that it, one. It's interesting you said 850 and a half because I was looking. Zeke is exactly 850 and a half, which is exactly is really? if, wow. if you play 17 games, it's exactly 50 yards a game. And you're like, oh, my God, he should get 50 yards. Both those guys should get 50 yards. But I want to hear Spaghetti weigh in on the 40 to 1 um, Barkley comeback player of the year pick. I like, I mean, I, I, I like Dave's bet a lot with Saquon. I mean, obviously with the extra game too, it, it's great, but I, I still have this just from what I've read and watched and, and listened to. It just seems with Dayball, it's, it's like, he's a pass first guy and they want to make the most of Daniel Jones to really get a gauge of if he, if he could be the guy that we saw his rookie year or they need to you know swap mm-hmm. him out and get a rookie in the draft. So Saquon will get his, but I think if it's going to be a player who would explode, especially with this receivers they drafted and, and Galladay last year, he was largely unused. I think Jones is the guy in the offense is going to make it go. I think Saquon's just kind of there, if that makes sense. All right. No, I agree too. I don't even know if he's even there. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'll give you that. I, I think Shaq, I like that Dobbins <laughs> thing. I mean, I know he's coming off an injury, but I think he averaged like six yards of carry uh, his rookie year. So yeah. 25. Well, it, de- one, but I- it depends on who you ask about him. If you ask Ian Rappaport, he may not be ready for early start of yeah. season. If you ask JK Dobbins, he, you know, yeah. well, ask JK Dobbins. He says, uh, you know, who are your sources? He's ready to go. Right. But Sal, you, you talked about, you know, doing your homework. If that's the case, what are Kyler Murray odds for comeback player of the year? All right, so let's look at. Oh yeah, interesting. So he's not on there. He has, uh, <laughs> he has, uh, which is interesting because we we laughed about it. Like Gaskowski was on for comeback player of the year. So yeah, you might as well just list everybody at that point if they if they're about to have even ten more yards passing, receiving, throwing. I mean, well, uh, Odell Beckham is it plus is it plus seventy five hundred? What the hell level <laughs> would he be available to to bet on it as comeback player of the well, year? He got hurt midway happen. through the Super Bowl for Christ's right. sakes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what goes on. JJ Watt seventy five to one. I don't know. There's some fun ones in there. Lots of uh, money wasting um, propositions. Yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. You you brought it up, though, um, and we didn't get to talk about it on this podcast. I know you guys are all over it on Twitter and other uh, minus three. Check you covered the the Kyla Murray thing. Uh, Our ladies on um, Megan Fun of Sports uh, got a big kick out of this. The homework laws, which if you talk to GMs or anybody, no one's ever heard of this before. At At actually being a clause in there where he has to do four. Four hours of what's it called? Um, independent study. Independent study. Independent study. And a lot of quarterbacks do like four or six hours a day. And they're asking four hours out of Murray. And what it basically says is, this is something you don't do. You got to do this, right? So it's embarrassing 
on one end. On the other end, I don't think he gets embarrassed, Kyler Murray. He's like, I have the cognitive ability to not have to watch tape. He actually said something to this extent <clears throat> last year. He's like, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. But uh, my thing is, the fans should really hate him if he picks up his, uh, gets his shit together. Because it's like, oh, you could have been doing this the first three years. But I do want to look at some of his props. Over under 4,000 and a half yards. Over under 24 and a half touchdown passes. Over under 500 and a half rushing yards. Which jump out to you, Martin, if you had to take a Kyler Murray prop? I just saw a tweet. Dan Snyder has been in a deposition for five hours today. Yeah. He spent more time in a deposition today than <laughs> Kyler Murray will have to spend studying. Oh, that's been my favorite that's metric crazy. of how, how much time spent versus so Kyler Murray having about to study. It. Like he can't be watching video games while he does it. It's such an F you to him, you know, but I I think he's, like, he's like, I don't care. I have, uh, I, have hundreds <laughs> I spent of more of hours at work yesterday than Kyler Murray has to spend studying all week. Yeah, right. um, I'll, I'll, my favorite one is under uh, 500 rushing yards. That's mine, too. I lock and step here, really. Yeah, that either means hey, that either means we're gonna make a lot of money or be broke. But I'm thinking I'm going under. He's gonna get nicked again this year. Like I was, you know, the Dave is one that is champion the second year quarterback uh, blessing or curse or whatever it is. Second year ascension into quarterback. Them. I was on Kyler's second year. I was already, and then I was buying into the hype. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they only won one game on a miracle throw from him from like the 50 yard line to beat Buffalo. And 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 no, I'm kind of out now. Now I find out he doesn't even do his homework. Like, I'm, he's going to get hurt. And, I, you know, we saw it towards the end of the last season. He just doesn't like to run as it gets colder as the season progresses and I, probably because, yeah. you know, I he mean, ends this, up getting this, hurt. Maybe if he watches tape, he'll see, like, oh, I'm, I'm better when uh, the pocket breaks down and I, I, I'm able to take off. That, that yields um, more positive results because he shouldn't be a pocket passer. And so what's he going to do? He's going to become a pocket passer. That's just what happens with these guys. I like the under-rushing yards. He had 423 last year. So you ask him to go over 500 and a half. 423 was almost half of what he had in 2020. Shaq, we talk about this all the time. Whether it's Russell Wilson or whoever, you just you just run less as the age, right? Because that's what goes. The, the speed in the legs go. You want career longevity, and you take off less. He had 88 attempts versus 103 uh, two years ago. That number just goes down and down and down. It's going to happen to Josh Allen, too. There's only two games last year where he had 60 yards or more rushing. I don't even know that he gets to 423, which he did last year. I'm going under 500 and a half. Well, yeah, I hate to be boring and agree with you guys, but yes, that's the number to yeah. look at. And in general, no, Dave, like you're I wrong. Say, <laughs> philosophically, <laughs> I am, you know, like we've talked about, philosophically, it's wrong to to walk up to the dice table and bet uh, the don't pass line. That's just shameful. Yeah. However, when it comes to pro football, season long over under individual totals yeah. go under on all those and you're gonna be i mean be a scrooge about it but collect around christmas time because most of those guys are gonna go under because it's a collision sport and they're gonna go under the proposed numbers so yes i go under that number but the homework thing man it's it's really interesting we had we had uh, mike sando who wrote the uh the big athletic qb tears piece that got a lot mm. of big quotes from anonymous evaluator guys over the last few days about Lamar Jackson will never be a QB one. And Patrick Mahomes is a one re, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, after his first reads taken away, then he plays street ball and some, 
kind of vaguely, potentially out of context, insulting things. But this is the most <laughs> insulting of all. Oh, and yeah. it really is. It's the catch 22 that I talk about all the time. It's not that it's year two for a quarterback. It's year two through uh, year five. That's the sweet spot. If you have the guy who's good, who's a legit quarterback who can go to a Super Bowl and win it for you, you want it to happen in those years two through five because mm -hmm. babyface Joel is the one who really did the research on those numbers um, and dug them up. Roughly half of the guys who get to Super Bowls even the good ones who you would say, oh, he I, he presents as like a future Hall of Fame kind of guy. They get to the Super Bowls when they're still on their rookie deals. This is uh, this makes you wonder, do the Cardinals, are they just outright resentful of Kyler Murray um, because they know that in the QB league you can't let him leave um, mm. and reboot back to zero and try to go out and find the next quarterback. Yeah, it you does can tell suck. they obviously in, don't like him. You in, better in way, study. In a way, they're saying, oh, we know we don't have the right guy who's committed to right. this <laughs> position, but we're stuck. And like you've talked about the middle-class quarterbacks, what are we going to do without them? And by the way, you, you say this is a collision course, uh, a sport go under with these. This is in every sport, check. This is the only way I make money. I, I oh, stay really? alive. Yeah, yeah. I would have a, a, a monster negative total at the end of the year betting, you know, just week to week. But I did this in baseball. I outlined... Uh, outlined it on against all odds like people they want you to bet the overs people see the over-unders in the beginning of the year like i'm going under they don't account for injuries at all in these over-under totals um they account for a 17 game uh season and so that's why you have to go under you have to stare it in the face martin go under on all these you'll make money at the end of the year i promise bet a hundred unders this year if you did let yeah i was just gonna say if you bet them all if you bet all available yeah. uh, individual over unders, would how much you would you have made in 2021? It was like and you said that about six percent or something. Is that right? Well, look at the I mean, this is backs. it. You've look, look you've at the discovered that you. Year. I know. I don't. I you're it. Say you've it out loud. But by week I know 12, it's great. But the Julio 12, one is definitely going to be. Who's not going to bet on yeah. Julio Jones with Tom <laughs> Brady to go right. over five? Right. Yeah. No, uh, we we talked about last year. I think it was by week 11 or 12. You were um, already locked in at 20 wins. 20 of the 32 starting running backs were going to go under their total, either for injury or because they sucked or whatever. I mean, running just take all the starting running backs, go under. That's a good start. You are not going to lose money. I promise. I promise. It sucks. You know, you're rooting. You're kind of rooting for injuries, but what are you going to do? You know one running back I'm taking the over on? Who? Don't None. Don't take any overs. I'm Who taking the over on at least one guy, and that's Saquon Barkley. People are going to look at me like I'm crazy. I have a feeling, though. I've I, I've been too close to this team for the last five years. I'm taking it over on Ezekiel Elliott rushing yards. Hmm. I'm I doing mean, everything it. I see is that it, it's split at best for him. But it is such a low I'm number. I'm doing it. I, I do. They, they did make it enticing. They didn't, you know, it's not It's usually 75 yards a game. Now it's exactly 50, and that's. I'm doing that's it. Uh, Zeke, Zeke Elliott is good for 65 yards a game. When he's available, he might miss two or three games, yeah. but he's, I, I see well, it. And then they're going to, they're going to track. He said that he's like, yeah, I'm not thinking about him. Like, thank you. Thanks. It's a <laughs> good thing. He's not concerned yeah, about that. Screwed but the, the team, but, uh, you're but all man. the talk out of the star, Tony Romo's like, they're going to get back to running. You know, all, yeah. I just see it's going to be Pollard and Zeke, Pollard and Zeke. Mm. And Zeke is going to, it's still going to be slow and plotting and, and, you know, four yards at right. a time. And with no chance of breaking it to 20, but he's going to go over his rushing. Hold me Ace to it. Ace out.
By the yeah. way, I, I kind of like that. I don't know, though, based on what we're, we're just talking about. Like, yeah, the likelihood is guys are going to miss a lot of games and therefore go under. Um, yeah. But Zeke's not worried about his contract. And apparently Jer and Mike McCarthy aren't worried about McCarthy's <laughs> future as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. How does all that hit your ear? Because, like, you know, carrot it's or whip, you know, how yeah. you manage yeah. guys. Yeah, it's like... But like, I don't know, does Mike McCarthy, is he extra motivated? Is he spending an extra four hours, let's say, an independent study in the film room because of that, because of the threat of Sean Payton looming? Or it, does he check out and say, like, if you don't like me, then I'll just move back to Pittsburgh and that'll be the end of my time with the, with America's team. Like, right. I, I, yeah. I don't know how Maybe to feel about that. What McCarthy's if he's telling like, everybody that he's spending four hours extra. That's what he's doing. He's telling everybody, like he's told everybody he did the yeah. QB project. I don't think that guy I don't know, gets like extra, Bill extra Ma- inspired. I really don't. And I don't think it matters if he does. I really think there are so many shortcomings and the game's passed him by. And Jerry did hmm. what he does. He he praises these these coaches that he doesn't believe in. And then you're stuck with him for uh, 11 years like you were with that. Uh, it's bizarre. Garrett. It really is, though, because I get worked for George Steinbrenner and Billy Martin, relatively speaking. You know, I guess. Um that yeah. that was okay for there to be a contentious relationship at the top like that. This seems like, I don't know, man. In 2022, if I was like, wait, the head coach is going to get fired, that's probably, you know, if we don't achieve great things. I don't know. I, I, that's not a great way to, to, yeah. uh, to a great situation, I feel like, a month away from kickoff. I do feel like if you uh, if I'm Jerry Jones, and I know you've said this before, Shaq, you're like, yeah, I'd hang out on the sideline. Remember in the 90s, he'd hang out on the sideline, sure. and that was the best cutaway to see him disgusted in the team if they'd lose. Uh, everyone who hated the Cowboys loved that shot on, I guess it was CBS at the time, or maybe it was Fox. I don't know. I don't know if they uh, uh, changed to Fox at that time. But, um, yes, you would be a hands-on owner, and when you're getting up in years – why protect these guys? Why play this game? I, I would I would be out there. I wouldn't be calling everyone midgets, but uh, I would be out there making <laughs> bold proclamations every single day because I want to win this year and not in three years. And if you look at Mike McCarthy, he's going to hold you back for three or four years. Just that guy, I think, is going to be a problem. So I don't blame Jerry for any of that stuff. I agree with you. And do you believe that Jer blew in a call to Sean Payton and said, are you 100% now? You're 100% now, Sean. You won't come, won't co- co- come coach these Cowboys for 2022. I, I bet you that. he did before yeah. he then said, like, all right, we'll we'll bring back McCarthy. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a weird spot for a team that everybody has more or less handed their division to, right? right. I mean, like I, I feel like that. Look at those NFC East alternatives and see if you like any of them because I think they're they're one of those teams could be a good well bet. I'll tell you this I feel like the sexy teams going into the preseason the betting sexy betting teams at least for over under wins the Eagles oh my god I think a lot of people think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl even though it's not clear that they have the right guy uh, taking snaps it really isn't I people love the Lions over wins people love the Jaguars over wins and people love the Jets over wins um I I, got, I have to be able to stay away from those because too many people are on on board with that. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, we'll hit all this. It's early. It's not even August, but um, I do want to get over. I do want to see uh, Shaq, your thoughts and Eddie Spaghetti's on the Notre Dame Las Vegas jerseys. Now, is this going to be week two, Spaghetti? They may already have a loss, right, against Ohio State. No, it's not week two. It's in Oct- October eighth. It's in the oh. Vegas versus BYU. October eighth. Oh, okay. 
Oh, all right. Why did in I Vegas. Yeah. There yeah was- <laughs> what a what a pla- what a place for the the Catholics and the Mormons to get together. <laughs> I didn't know that game was in Vegas. That's splendid. Oh, the Mormons I mean, could get married fifteen times at any little chapel. There, I think it makes sense for that. I'm trying what to look a, at this. A, Did you see these helmets up. though? I saw them. I, first of all, I'm a little chagrined. I, this college, <laughs> I, I don't know what the how excited to get about college football. I guess we're still a year or what three removed from the rubber really hitting the road here with all the shakeup. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of hard to get jazzed up about the actual games and and all of that that said um they're not as bad as the yankee stadium ones that's the best thing i can possibly say about these all games right. i don't know what that's that they nice. look like georgia tech basically but they don't i wouldn't call them good there you go that's nice spaghetti you happy with these um not i mean i would have made a few changes i like when they go more boring because it's a classic you know college i don't like the these new crazy uniforms that we've seen like oregon and other teams put out there um i definitely like when notre dame skews green uh like those classic uniforms they wore versus you know the bush push game i think you wear navy and gold i think if you're doing a scramrock series you know change up you have to add green as a third color instead of just going plain gold mm-hmm. like the name plate in the front of the chest is you know i i, I don't know i i think they, the primary color here should have been white with the green uh but it, it, they're okay they're nothing crazy it's better than the pinstripe thing like sheck said it's better than some of all the right. weird shades of green they've done but overall they're just okay all right um, I, I don't know uh, what kind of segue this is, but uh, I've, well, I've, I just want to say I'll go yeah. with spaghetti. I, I agree with spaghetti. Like when you have a classic jersey like that, you shouldn't mess like like when Michigan does the put the state of Michigan on their jerseys. I'm like, why would you do that? I do like mm-hmm. the green alt jersey, but you're right. There is no if easy segue. The idea that they're about yeah, to trade but you're young, you're young, Marty, relatively young. Look, you're dressed like Waldo right now. So who are uh, you to impugn a muted <laughs> color? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, it really the answer is 17 year olds. I, they, they don't care about Notre Dame's tradition. Like, we have cool uniforms, everybody. Don't you understand? We're not going to mess with perfection. 17-year-olds are like, I like what Oregon does, changing their uniforms every week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. And people actually make their decisions in part based on what uniforms they're going to wear, and I respect it. Yeah, I like that. All right. Martin, Martin wants to talk about Brittany Griner. I do, too. Um, it's been a trade made. <laughs> it's been an international trade, or at least an offer, um, the U.S. is offering Russian Victor Bout, and Victor, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I, I apologize profusely. Victor Bout uh, for Brittany Griner. Griner would come back. This um, Russian, uh, what is he? He's a, a terrorist arms dealer, would go back to Russia. We'd get Brittany back, and that would be the trade. Um, I don't know. I, I want her to come back, but if this were a fantasy trade check, there would be vitriolic emails for weeks. I mean, it really feels lopsided <laughs> that we're giving them an, uh, I mean, she liked, likes to get high and he's a terrorist arms dealer. His nickname is the Merchant of Death. This seems a little um, one, uh, like of a one-way trade here. Yeah, you're right about that. He, he's got like a, a bad guy mustache. I hadn't really considered that. That's a, yeah. that's a good point there. But yes, I, I suppose um, maybe they could throw in some picks to make it worthwhile future considerations. Throw in Kyrie. Know. Yeah, we'll send them Kyrie or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems, Martin, it seems like, uh, it seems like America is tanking. 
Is this could this when be I was, the case? Uh, <laughs> when I was pledging my fraternity, we watched like four movies on repeat, and one of them was oh. the McArms, like the the Merchant of Death or whatever the actual the Nick Cage movie with this guy who was like yeah. supposed to be the story. I did not know that this guy was a real person until earlier this year when I found out that America had him. That mm-hmm. guy is a psycho. If the movie's anywhere close to true. It's Nick Cage, early 2000s. It's easy to find. He's an arms dealer. I mean, Nick Cage is a psycho, too. This guy. So you have to figure I'm about to say. Guy. No, that was Aaron oh, Rodgers, Sal. It's oh, easy to shit. get these it's things so can confused. Conair. Yeah. A lot of Nick Cage in the news recently, you know, between that and he came out with that movie that just is on streaming now. But, I, I mean, I just know this. If I was over there... If I, and and I was coming back from Dubai, a country that will keep you if if you uh if you don't follow the rules. When Brittany Griner was arrested, I remember sitting on the plane thinking, "I'm never ever going somewhere like this again." Like I'm glad I made it out of Dubai, <laughs> but I'm never going to Russia. I'm never going anywhere. Like I was like, "This is a warning sign. I don't need to touch the stove." Like you don't have to, if the stove is hot, you can just tell me. I don't need to touch it and find out for myself. So like, yeah. I figure I consider this one a lucky break. I'm not doing this mess again because you know because because here's the deal: there are mad other Americans that were in Russia right now captured that aren't Brittany Griner that aren't getting out. I'm not saying that she shouldn't get out, but I'm just saying if my uncle, yeah. for example was in Russia, I'd be pissed right now. Listen, Where's Waldo? Get, Not in Russia. <laughs> this has to get out of the news, right? Uh, Biden has to get this out of the news. Maybe not a lot That's we right. could do about gas prices, but we could get Brittany Griner back and we're going to have to play ball. I just, listen, check, it's about learning a lesson, right? So Brittany Griner will probably learn, okay, don't worry about it. You got me. I'm not bringing any drugs overseas anytime soon. Does Victor Bout learn a lesson? Does he now stop dealing <laughs> <laughs> arms <laughs> to destroy um, villages? I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the idea is here. <laughs> well, once he gets uh, the independent study assignment from Putin, he'll he'll That's shape true. up real quick there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I hadn't considered that yet. Yeah, what a point. mess. What a mess this is. But honestly, yeah. really, uh, the, the, can you imagine if this was in our fantasy league? I mean, Brad would be calling everybody the C word. Tall John would be, yeah. Tall, tall uh, John yeah. would be pointing fingers for the injustice yeah. of it, yeah. Oh, what right. a I'm, I'm sure that you guys probably would have some people that have been like, if it was Trump, she would have got her by now. He went and got LiAngelo Ball out oh, of yeah. China. Oh, I'm surprised. Know, so. I, I thought that was going to happen. I thought he was going to have a secret meeting with a Russian <laughs> official, and then all of a sudden, Brittany Griner would be back. Because I, 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 I thought for sure that was how this was going to end. Uh, Babyface, what do you have to add to this? Oh, I just, I mean, ultimately, I feel like Woj deserves to break this when, when it happens. Right. And, you know, hopefully it does. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, Jim Dolan's seen a lot of bad trades. And even he was like, this is this is not a good fair trade. <laughs> Woj yeah. doesn't like that you're able to bet on something like this. Yeah. Um, what if Victor Bout has a no trade clause? That, that's another thing. I hadn't even <laughs> so much to consider here. It really is. Passing physicals. <laughs> all shit like that. Unbelievable. All right. Let's get uh, Brittany home. Um Someone who's not coming home as we sign off here, the Choco Taco. Mm. Now, I guess, I don't know if you guys remember. I think you'll remember this. It was only a few weeks ago. We did a thing listing the best ice creams, the best summer ice creams, right? Was it from a truck? It was from an ice cream truck, right? I think so, right. I put Choco Taco on there because it sounds funny as one of the choices. And it won in the Twitter votes. 
It got like 48% or something out of four um, different, uh, what was it? The strawberry shortcake was up there, the ice cream sandwich, the snow cone. We had a bunch of like good options. And the Choco Taco, again, like I put that up as a joke, it won. And now it's been canceled. Now the Choco Taco is no longer. <laughs> it's been canceled. This is outrageous. Even the Choco Taco has been canceled, Martin. Crazy that we had yeah. it uh, in our poll. These are some of some of these things like I didn't I didn't know how ubiquitous they were until I, they get canceled. I see all the tweets, but yeah. there was a big run on Choco Tacos. A, a journalist I follow went and got like eight or nine from his local Seven Eleven, I suppose, and yeah. posted them. He's like, you know, putting them on sale, I guess. Now, actually, you know what? Should have did in retrospect. Should have ran out, got some myself, and put them on eBay in like a month and sold them for like five dollars a pop. Someone's doing it for a thousand dollars. I saw one on eBay. See? They'll put it in dry See? ice. I mean, they're. I was just gonna say, oh, okay, that makes sense. Put it on yeah. dry ice. Okay. Yeah, they're all, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, Dave, you're not you're not off because they are selling this pink stuff, uh, pink sauce. I know that I don't know if you, if this has come across you guys as uh, the purview, but there's a whole idea that there's this pink sauce that's a, like ketchup or some other topping what? that they're selling on TikTok and shipping out no ice, no nothing, just straight cardboard box, and people are like getting sick or botulism or something pink like sauce. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, Sal, I spend like 10 minutes on TikTok a day because I got to post H-Dog's play of the day. And I'm telling you, it's a wild place, dog. Monkey pox, pink sauce, you know, all types of things. Like yesterday I saw a woman who was the same age, looked like she was the same age as her daughter. Like it's a lot going on on that app. Oh, yeah. TikTok, yeah, follow extra points on TikTok for uh, Harry's play of the day. Yes, do that. The pink sauce, I wonder, I mean, could that replace Heinz Check as the, the sponsor? For, oh, no, you got you got one already, right? Acting now, let's well, let's, right. let's pack that up for Mr. Mustachio on his way back to Russia for the long Or a cap of consequence. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good, good too. Let's keep it in there. All right, I don't know what Biden can do to get Choco Tacos back, but uh, it's right, right up there. For the I guys. didn't know, Bob. It's funny that Marty isn't in on them dressed as an ice cream man or not because All right, you and I, did you so sal you just said like you put it on there because it's that's a funny name yeah i i can compl- you know i i don't think it's uh people got on me like oh my god i can't believe i've never had a choco taco i feel like it's a generational thing but so it must be for either. what 38-year-olds? Do you did you ever have one of these spaghetti? I, I've never heard anybody who had a ch- I don't know anybody I've who had one. I'm 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 yeah. feigning um outrage here because it's still ice cream and it's still, you know, chocolate and ice cream and, and good stuff, but uh I wouldn't list it in the top four. Spaghetti. No, it's no nutty taco. buddy bar. It certainly isn't right. in the pantheon of classics like, you know, an yeah. ice cream sandwich or anything. What are we uh, you know, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. But the market is spoken. Yeah. Uh, Scott Holmes, jump in here. What did you? What are you saying about uh, Choco Taco? Well, when we had that poll online, uh, a couple of former ice cream truck operators weighed in, and they were all saying that Choco Taco was their big seller. One guy said it put him through college, and I was like, I've never, I've never <laughs> seen one at those trucks, so I, I was blown away by that. Scott sounds like a strip club DJ right now. I'm not sure what the what saying. It's a weird echo. <laughs> to the stage, Martin Weiss. Choco Taco. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. That that does it. I, I You know, I want people really. Hey at extrapoints.com. H-E-Y at extrapoints.com. If you have an argument with a friend about ice cream, about, you know, Hall of Famers, about mustard, like I said, anything you want, hit us up, give us your name, give us your friend's name, give us your take, give us your friend's take, and we'll have Martin, and we'll have Dave 
uh, represent both sides, and I'll decide the winner. Judge Sal is what we're going to call it. It's hey, H-E-Y, at extrapoints.com. And that'll do it for another episode of Extra Points. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 